showtime. and Bill show. Our guest this week is taking the music world, and I mean literally the world, by storm, winning international achievement awards and racking up millions of streams of her songs online. This artist hails from the same country as Dolph Lundgren, Bjorn Borg, Pelle Lindbergh, and my grandfather, Sweden's rising country music star, Eleanor Springstrike. Eleanor, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. And I, I, I love your t-shirt. Well, thank you. I wore it just for you. Thank you. That uh, means a lot. I appreciate it. <laughs> he not only wore it, but he, he ordered a new one just for you. <laughs> wow. So, so Eleanor, where did you grow up and where are you from in Sweden? And when did music become a, really an important part of your life? Yeah, I, um, I live in a, a small town. Uh, up in the northern part of Sweden called Umeå. Uh, and I grew up here. I'm actually living in my grandparents' old house where I grew up in the same village. I, um, I was um, traveling and living in different places for a couple of years, but I, I moved back. So I'm, I'm really back to my roots in this house. And it's at this place I started my music with granddad, he was playing the accordion when I was young. And um, well, in Swedish, you call it dansband. That's the music and it's actually quite close to traditional country music. So he was playing and I was singing, but, but then I, I didn't really want to do that. So when I was 19, 20, that's when I really found country music. And from that, it has only been been that. I love the, the lyrics to tell a story. So, so that's the start. Yeah. When did you though were were you exposed to country music? Because I don't, you know, I've only lived in the States, so I didn't know that that country music was big in Sweden. When were you first exposed to it? Yeah, that's quite a funny story. Uh, I was a taxi driver. I, I took my driving license since when I was 19. Um, and my my um, family has this um, yeah, buses and taxis. So I started to drive the taxi. And I shared this taxi with another guy, Joran. And uh, in between, we had to, to leave this taxi car and drive with our own cars and pick it up. So one day I had to have his car. And um, it's um, he had this CDs, a bunch of them. With Brooks and Dance, I put it in the seed player, and I love it. I, I heard Neon Moon for the first time, and that's that's really <laughs> when I found country music. Um, the first time, yeah. So that is a great I, story. 
Did yeah, that thank give you, you the in- for that? Yes. <laughs> Did that give you the incentive to learn English? Because you said before we started the show that English is your second language. Well, we we learn English in in school in Sweden. That's a standard thing. Um, but to be honest, I wasn't so good at it. I wasn't I wasn't so interested in school. I am um, very creative, uh, but school stuff was not really my thing. I started there, but then I think now all this, um, these meetings, I have interviews and I'm out there playing and I choose to sing in, in English. There's no Swedish country music. And well, I, my goal was to travel the world. So, so English is the right language for me, I think, to, to sing in. Speaking of um, the international aspect of country music and kind of coming back to the States and Nashville for a minute, you've got a pretty special relationship with award-winning producer and singer-songwriter Jimmy Ritchie. And that relationship started as the result of a DNA test. Can you share with us that story of how you yeah, guys yeah. met? That's, that's a crazy story. Also, you see, I have I have a lot of crazy stories, uh, and I just <laughs> end up in different places. No, but he um, he um, took this DNA. I I didn't know this until after we start working together. But he told me after uh, that he got the DNA test uh, for Christmas, and he was searching his roots, and it was Swedish. And looking into Swedish country music acts and how the country scene was over here, and that's how he found me on the internet and we started to share music and um month later i think i was over there and um we were starting writing music together and decided that we should start start working and and from that we now have done i think is it five or six six songs that we've been working on so it's uh, it's been great i'm very happy with that and uh, it gets me closer to nashville so I was traveling back and forth, and then we had this pandemic. <laughs> so I haven't been there for uh, for a long time now. And uh, but we we done our songs, and now I um, I'm not able to tell really exactly what I have going on uh, coming up here. But um, it's something really good, and I have some some new collaborations uh, that I really really look forward to also. So I had to tell you that in another interview because I can't share more today. Well, that means <laughs> we have to have you back on the show, which would be perfect. Yes, isn't that great? Great with us. So yeah. you, you spoke of collaborations. You, uh, since meeting Jimmy, you've had an opportunity to write with a lot of great songwriters in Nashville. What has that experience been like for you? And how has it impacted you as a songwriter? Well, I think the songwriting part, I'm very creative, um, but that's not the biggest part for me. Um, I, I like to be in, in the story of it, um, but otherwise I, I like to be in all the other parts that's around when you, when you make a song. It's everything from actually music, the singing, the production, the story, but it's also video footage. It's uh, pictures, like everything, come together and I'm very visual. So that's the part I think that's that I'm most into, except for the singing. And then of course, when you have a, a material ready to go out there on stage touring with it and yes, share, <laughs> share what, what 
you want to have out from that song with the audience. Um, so, so the songwriting part, um, well, I'm as as the pandemic came, I, I'm invited to to come and write in Nashville, and to be able to go together with different other songwriters uh, that I think will fit good together with me. Um, but so far, I, ha I haven't uh, done that so much since I I only started actually three years ago. And then we had two years kind of on a pandemic. Uh -huh. Um, yeah. So wow, that's so you really made great strides. It's going pretty good. Yeah, in a short amount of time, I would say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy for that, and I know it's, it's that's also a bit crazy. But when I started, when I decided like I should do this full time, I always been doing like tons of different things at the same time: event company, um, clothes, boutiques, running different things. Like, no, if I only could pick one thing that I want to do the most, what is it? And then it was easy, the music. Mm -hmm. So I decided just to let everything else go. And then it's when it start to happen, I, I need to focus. I always do a vision board <laughs> and I put up my goals. So I had 199 people on my Facebook page when I started in 2019, beginning. And now it's like 118,000 followers. So, and I, it's from there, I think I have a lot of streams on, on Spotify and listenings um, that they actually find the music too. So I'm just, yeah, grateful. Yeah, and that's, that's where I first had the opportunity to see you was on, was on Facebook. And once I saw, and then I clicked to your website and then watched a couple of your videos, it was like, okay, we. We have got to have Eleanor on the show. And that, that to me is, is just really, that is so cool to hear when you said if there was one thing you could do, it's music and you're pursuing it. And you, yeah. granted, you were about a year in, the pandemic hit, but you kept going. You're still kind of, uh, what's that expression, you know, uh, turning lemons into lemonade and, and making good things happen. In the time that you've been doing this, is there any one thing in your particular uh, really proud of Eleanor in terms of your career any one thing that really stands out that you're just most proud of um proud of myself doing or yeah well actually that I that I keep going <laughs> no it's, it's a lot of hard work and that I keep focusing and there's like nothing else this is what gives me energy if I have alone energy I do it more I go sing I create, I work somehow with make come, my music come forward. And that gives so much back to me. So I think that just realize that and pick one thing. I'm proud that I've been able to do that since I've been doing so many things at the same time before. But also, of course, I've been, I've been playing shows um, that I didn't think I was going to do this this soon. And uh, I have so much coming up. I've been winning some awards. I was in Ireland now a couple of weeks ago, won the award for International Artist Achievement um, at the Hot Country TV Award Show. And um, the other day here, I was in my hometown and I got an award locally here for my achievements in, in the music scene here. So to be able to do that during the pandemic and start, um, yeah, I'm, I'm proud. 
of that. And this is just the start. I feel like I've just get going. And now we're going to tour Spain, Germany, UK, we have Ireland, and then Sweden this year. So I'm just super excited. <laughs> We noticed that we we were looking at your on your website. We, we were like, she is killing it all over the country. That is fantastic. What is it about your music? Do you think that resonates with people from all over the world? That's a good question. I don't know. Maybe it's a, <laughs> it's a mix. <laughs> it's a mix. Um, oh, it's 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 for me. It's modern country. Some songs are more pop country. Some more rock country. I don't have an answer on that. Can I try answering that question? Yes, I, 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 I think I have a couple of thoughts, and this is just um, just some things off the top of my head, Eleanor. I think that energy that you talked about a couple of minutes ago really comes through in all of your music, and it's kind of contagious. And there's a positive feel, a relatable feel to to your songs and to your lyrics. You mentioned earlier about the lyrics in country music, which is what I think make country so special, are the lyrics and the stories. But I think it's that combination, that energy, that smile, that it's just, it's contagious. And I don't think it matters what part of the globe you're on or what language you speak. I think that's why it's resonating with people all around. So for what my two cents is worth, that's what I think. Well, that's, that's, that's very nice to hear. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, I am excited about it. I love to do it. So, What's your favorite part when you're on tour? Is it the actual performance, the walking out on stage to the, you know, the energy of the crowd? Or is it to interacting with the people afterwards? Like what, what do you like most about that? Um, I, no, it's, it's more the whole part of building it up. I, I, I like to work in projects from planning like we are right now. We're in rehearsals. Um, I'm, I'm going to tour with a good, very good friend of mine um, from Ireland, Gareth Nugent. So we're doing some um, great festivals together and right now in rehearsals. in that and try to build up your set and, and get the feeling and this is what I want to deliver on stage I really really like <laughs> like that part and then everything from oh what's out which should I wear so it all fits together and then also I must say to travel with a team that you enjoy spending time with that's been on my bucket list to like this vision board I have is to, to travel the world, do what I love, and with the people I love to have around. That is living life the way it should be lived. That, that really sounds fantastic. Now, I do have to ask one thing, Eleanor. You mentioned earlier that there's some things coming up that you can't really talk about yet, which is why yeah. we're going to have you back another time. But are there any things coming up, let's say, in the second half of this year that you can talk about? Anything at all that you can let the folks in on? Well, um, I will be releasing more music, yes, okay. this year. And um, then uh, 
the focus now is to come out and play touring because we've been waiting for so long during this pandemic. So we're um, going to um, to Spain now first in June and then it will be UK in July and Sweden actually a lot this summer. And then we have Germany in September and um, November be back in Germany also and uh, Sweden a lot in December. So and then yeah we have Ireland also the dates are not set. Yeah, it, it's just a lot. Uh, You'll have travel. to let us know when you come to the States, for sure. Yeah, oh, I can't wait to come over. <laughs> That's a part we are looking into now also, yes. Ooh. I want to okay. backtrack for a second. You mentioned in the very beginning that you used to sing with your grandfather. Yes. Was your family you know, very supportive of the decision that you made to, to take this career path? And do you feel that you have had to make any sacrifices that were really difficult for you in order to do this? Um, no, um, they weren't that supporting, I think, because they come from such a, a different like world in the way of they're not into music at all or the creativity that I, I have. So it's been really hard for them to, well, they just have to realize because when I put my mind into something, I do it. So they don't have so much to, <laughs> to say. <laughs> but my, my biggest fans and supporters are my kids. So they are really there. And I try to bring them as much as I can with me. Um, but, but other than that, it's really, I, I, go my own way. I have to, you know, slam in the doors myself. That's what I have been doing and tell people, no, I'm doing this and, and they don't believe I've, I'm able to do it. I think at this point where I am right now, um, they start to understand that this is actually happening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's for real, yeah. Uh, yes. How old are your children? Um, they are um, Tyra, the youngest, she is uh, eight. And then I have Malker, he is a CEO. He turns 15 this year and till that soon, 17. Yeah, I, I will tell you for what it's worth. Um, I remember when I was getting done with high school and about to go to college. And I remember one day I, I came home and I kind of announced to my Swedish grandfather that I was going to be a rock star or a sportscaster. <laughs> yeah. And neither one of those was going to work because he wanted to know, okay, those are your hobbies. What's your job going to be? Thankfully, my little Norwegian grandmother came up and stood up for me and, and, and had my back, but there wasn't a whole lot of support as I can totally identify. And I just yeah. really appreciate what you said about, you're just going to do it. You're, you're going to knock those doors down and do what you love to do. I have the utmost respect for that. And I know you are going to do it because all you have to do is look at what you've done in such a short time in probably the most difficult time in history to start anything these last couple of years and you're crushing it good it sounds good when you tell me that like yeah <laughs> i guess when you're in it you you don't feel like there's anything heroic about it because you're in the process of it but looking from the outside you know we have a lot of respect because we know 
uh, from our own lives that it how much it takes to make any headway in the entertainment industry. There's a lot of people who want to do it. And you're right. You really have to focus and, and put your hands to the plow and, and just keep going. So congratulations on that, Eleanor. You're doing fantastic. You're a, a huge talent. Very Thank you. beautiful and strong voice. I mean, love, love your voice. And uh, we're looking forward to having you back on the show when you want to share the, the current history <laughs> yeah, with us. Yeah, I, I will be back. Okay, great. Yes. And we wish you all of the best. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And folks, we will see you next week. And we're going to leave you with a song by Eleanor Springstrike.